Rebound. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 89. It's time, Padre, to bring it back to the peoples. What's going on? Uh, look, it's episode 89, and the amount of time between this and our last podcast, it's not fine, Padnam. It's not okay. We, we screwed up. I just want to say it off the bat. Well, it's boy, Padre over here, but... Yeah, no, no, no. You, that's a valid point. Very valid point. And, uh... Do you want to check when episode 88 came out? It was called The All-Star Break, Dragging Out The All-Star Break. Whoa. We went the whole back half of the season without doing a pot. Do you think you think the Brooklyn Nets fans are uh, are kind of? Well, actually, no, just, not even say Brooklyn Nets fans. The BKRB fans are kind of upset with us right now. I I know I would be if I was a fan, which of course I'm not a fan of the show. But if I was, well, knocking my screen over. If I was, I would be upset. Yeah, I think people are. I mean, I've been I've been putting a few Mister's Irrelevance out here yeah, and there. It's not thing. NFL season. You've been doing your thing, yeah. But talking Nibba, hardcore Nibba NBA talk, we haven't done much. Um, you know, I know that it hasn't been going well. It didn't go well for the Nets, so maybe they didn't want to hear too much Nets talk. But I mean, it was what, other NBA stuff. You know, a, a record was broken. I, I heard about. Well, I guess yeah. we'll get we'll get into retired. that. We'll get into that, and I, I think I think this is a moment to address that um, that that gap where I could just say, uh, you know, maybe three things that happened. Um, Tony Robinson didn't play enough minutes. Uh, Willie Reed got upset and tweeted uh, about Lionel Hollins giving him a chance and not Tony Brown. Yeah. And, Tony, and then also Sean Marks uh, hired Trajan Langdon, which I think I already mentioned around that time uh, as an assistant GM. Former Cavalier great Trajan Langdon. Alaskan assassin himself. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into that, talk about the finishing record with the Nets. Uh, You're right, and um, you know what? You're right. We we haven't talked NBA in so long. We sh- We have to get into it, but... There actually is something that might be even more important than all this said. Whoa! I just want to bring up real quick. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your have your moment. Your platform okay. here. Here you go. Uh, your New York Metropolitans. Do you know where they're going to be this weekend? Uh, they're going to be in the land. That's damn right. Yeah. Going in the land for a three game set, and the Mets have started off the year pretty poorly. I don't know if you've noticed. Oh no! Uh, it's only it's April right now. I don't start playing intentional baseball until. Sorry, you said you don't you don't start playing intentional baseball. No, I, no, I had that? a little slur because I drank some water. Um, I don't start playing intentionally baseball, uh, but no, I I don't pay attention to baseball as much as until after um, June after the NBA Finals. I'm locked into the playoffs, baby. Okay, but so you so you don't have any interest in a, a gentleman's wager on this on this three game set in the oh, land? Oh no, no, I do. I'll still go to the games and stuff, but like you know, like religiously following the Mets, I'll be like up and down. Like I'll just check the box scores, I'll get the updates. I'll, I'll if the game is on, I'll put it on. But like I won't make it a point to watch every single game as I would from like June on uh, till everything. I, I think a lot of NFL fans maybe could relate to this. They don't pay attention to NBA until the NFL. L season's over. I know a lot of my friends do that. So, oh, okay. So what you're saying is you don't want to spend, you know, a, a good p- bulk of this NBA 
playoffs preview podcast talking Matt's tribe. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think I think it's fair to say uh, that's what I am saying. Uh, but yeah, we can make a little wager. What it, what are you talking about here? Uh, I think well, one one team's going to win the series, one team's going to lose it. Whether it's a sweep one way, two out of three. So I think whichever uh, whichever t- whosever team loses the series. Uh, the other has to uh, when we when we get together to watch one of these NBA playoffs games, maybe Cavs Pistons, maybe one of the other ones. Oh, definitely uh, Cavs Pistons. Drinks, cause drinks on uh, drinks on the loser. That's all I'm saying. Nothing crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, when Got you say- your boy Bartolo, former Indian, on the mound tonight. Forty-year-old fat man. Now, just specify uh, when you say drinks on a loser, you're talking about just like pouring the drink on the loser, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. All right, all right. Uh, now that that's out of the way, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, let's go, Mets. Yeah, I felt uh, it was important uh, <laughs> since we haven't talked NBA in so long. We had to do it. So talk about uh, that for ten minutes. So the Nets themselves finish off with a very porous record one to say um i actually they, they had a lot of holes in their roster and that was porous i let them uh did not finish strong didn't start strong either but no um and uh, the whole year let's let's just say i'm gonna i'm gonna admit to when i was wrong here um the experts and yourself including uh the nets were not a good team this year um now i i knew that they weren't gonna be a good team but i thought the east would be weaker which was not the case this year uh, they actually, a lot of teams turned it around. Four teams that weren't in the playoffs last year are actually in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you could tell the the increase of competition kind of thwarted a lot of people people's plans. The Knicks, the Bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah so I was all, I was wrong yeah. about some of those teams too. I think I had the Bucks back in the playoffs, but um, and I didn't have the Hornets and I didn't have the Pistons in. But what a stat I saw as well is this is the first year since I believe. 1998 or 1999, where the eight seed on in the West is a worse record than the eight seed in the East. So literally, it's been like almost 20 years since that happened. Yeah, there's a lot of parity in the league, and that's great. I mean, that's good for basketball. That's good for fans all around the NBA. I mean, yes, of course, season for the Knicks. Are, I mean, Knicks and Nets. RIP Brooklyn Nets, 21 and 61 for 2015-16 season. Record-breaking uh, achievement at the end of the year. Uh, Pod, Pod Drew, can you guess what that is since there hasn't been a lot of Nets news from my mouth or the media in general? Wait, a record was broken by the Nets, you're saying? Yes, yes. Is it a negative record, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, I would, say, I would say so. Uh, worst season of the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, there's only, what's only the fourth or fifth season, right? No, no, it's not. Or are you talking about history? Well, that's, that's definitely history. one That's one thing, too. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. But also, worst, worst losing streak of Brooklyn Nets. Oh, okay. streak. Also, worst ending of Brooklyn Nets history. Double-digit streak of... L's in the in a row, and now the reason this being is could be that was t- so they ended the season on that long losing streak. Yeah, lost ten in a row. Um, they definitely just upgraded the Celtics pick to the top three pick because of this uh, lost ten in a row. They also shelved Brooke Lopez and Thad Young for I think all those games too as well. Maybe two of them they uh, they didn't shelve, uh, and they just made a conscious decision to worry about their own practice, uh, play other players out, see how these young players fit. Um, whether they want to bring them back next year or not. Um, there's a lot of changes that need to be happening, and Sean Marks is definitely on top of his game with that. He actually even issued out um, 
a late warning for any players saying like a, no late policy. If you're late, you're going to get a uh, docked pay. And if you're late m- more than a couple infractions, you'll get suspended a game by the team. So uh, apparently this was an issue. So he's changing the culture around already. Like late to practice sort of thing. You mean? Yeah. You're talking about practice uh, or, or uh, anything else for that matter, like uh, fundraisers, events, public appearances, anything late. Uh, you got to be there when you got to be there, you know? So, uh, that makes sense. I mean, from a from a employer standpoint, from our our day job of being professional podcasters, when someone's late, like myself, I haven't been docked uh, any penalties. But maybe we should enforce that. I think Sean Marks needs to come in because yeah, yeah, I think you're a couple, you're at least a few minutes late to our recorded schedule time right here. And uh, yeah, you need to uh, to give some of that money back to the Pod League. I think the Pod League. All right. What 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 is the purpose of the Pod League uh, money? What should we uh, do with it? Hmm. I mean, is it like in, in the Mr. Irrelevant pod where when someone says a red skin, they yeah, offer I, a dollar to the swear I think jar? So. It's a penalty, right? So, All right. Well, I think your infraction was worse than saying the term red skin, so that's at least $2 to the jar, I'd say. Okay, $2. Double, double your money. All right, I'll Venmo you back the $9 you Venmo me, me this past week. Uh, oh, do you want to, you're alluding to that, do you want to mention what we, what we did last weekend, by the way? Uh, we might have a mini. We might have a Mister's mini about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, but, really quickly, we can mention it. and Maybe we can add to it as a Mister's mini uh, full episode. But um, yeah. re- really quickly, uh, me and Padre uh, visited, uh, along with uh, thirteen other comrades of my own, mm-hmm. um, visited the land of uh, not the uh, land, not the land. We didn't go there. The the ass. The Dal S of... I don't know if that's what they call it. <laughs> I don't think it's the S. It's the big D, you know. Oh, the big D and the, and the S. Dal S. Um, Tejas. Uh, where the Cowboys, Mavericks, Rangers, and uh, Stars play? Yeah, uh, NHL. They're in the, I believe, in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs right now. Stanley Cup, rather. The Stars, yeah. Yeah, and we were in the Stars Arena that last last Friday night, I believe. Not watching them, of course, but watching, taking it back to NBA. We saw a little, little Mavs uh, game from what's it called, Air, American Airlines Center or something. Yeah, and I was hoping to see uh, Darren Williams and all his greatness, but guess what happened, Drew? Darren Williams was injured again. What's up with that? Yeah, he did not play. No yeah. Chandler Parsons, of course. No, no Parsons. But. Uh, we saw them in the Grizz. We saw Vince Carter's all this on the Grizz. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Mavs got a resounding victory. Yeah. Uh, we stayed in the seats for the whole fourth quarter, I would say. I mean, that's the only time I found the seats. But, yeah, but it was yeah, a good time you, was had by all. Yeah. And, uh, yeah did you yeah. mention why we went down there? Um, yeah. Did I mention? I don't know. Um, it was I don't a, think you did. No, you can, draw, you can break that news. Pod. You can break that news, Padre. Yeah, we, we might have mentioned it before, I guess, on the pod. At some point, I'm sure we have, but... Padnam off the table as far as the ladies are concerned. Sorry, lady listeners. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're done. Maybe maybe when the divorce comes in a few years, but uh, I'm just kidding, of course. So lady, you're, lady you're just, kidding. You're just is, kidding that lady listeners listen to this podcast, right? I'm just kidding that anyone listens to this podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, I'm sure. Well, I know we have a couple. We have a couple fans, at least. But seriously, listeners, if you are listening right now, get... Show show us what you're about. You know, make a comment on our iTunes page or leave us a review. You know, uh, rate the show, do shit like that. 
normally say that at the end of the show, but we should say it now when it's still fairly. Yeah. We just started. Yeah. You we'll know, say- leave us rate review. Do do something. Email us at podboys p o d b o y z productions at gmail dot com. Yeah. And, Drop us uh, a line. And all that all that jazz will uh, will actually help us produce better podcasts and feedback wise. So. Uh, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. if you are hating for any reason, let us know why you're hating. If you're loving for any reason, love us love us yeah. some more. Write a rate rate review, star us, whatever you know. If you think uh, four minutes was too long to talk about the nuts on an episode, I'm down with that feedback. I mean, <laughs> let us know. We'll t- get into other teams. Well, I mean, uh, we have a lot. It is off season for the Brooklyn Nets, but there's a lot of things that I I want to uh, talk about uh, just to kind of finish off the the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, season as a recap so 21 61 as i mentioned offseason goals number one priority now that they got sean marks is they got to hire a coach um and instead of actually naming some names uh now there's a lot of coaching carousel going around uh so mm-hmm. i want to do a hire to fire segment a little bit later um okay and well yeah go ahead well so i, I actually had a tidbit though because i i went on nats daily blog and wrote a little article this morning about the nets coaching Oh, what you got? Some breaking news by Paul. So, well, well, they had one candidate they think is, is the favorite, I guess. At least whoever wrote this uh, blog post. But um, the main point of the post was that no one wants this Nets job, and it's the least desirable coaching job available. That's what they're saying, at least, due to the lack of talent and uh, future here. Even though they, they did say the pros were, um, you know, the facilities, being in New York, all that sort of thing. But other than that, it was mostly cons. But a name they threw out, which is someone I never heard of, but uh, this, I, I guess he's a Greg Popovich disciple, been working with him the past four or five years. A guy named Ime Udoka, I don't know if I'm saying that right, I-M-E, first name, U-D-O-K-A, last name. Um, I don't know if this guy sounds like he's, um, uh, you know, what Danny Ferry doesn't like, he sounds a little bit African or something, but. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You you hit it in predicting his race. Yes, you hit it. Right <laughs> do, you, do you know this guy? Yes, I do. You he do actually it, played. Okay. He played for the Spurs. He played for the Knicks. Oh, he did play for the yeah, Spurs. Yeah, um, Ime Udoka was a great, uh, really solid defender. Uh, kind of a plastic man, sticky hands, going for the lane, long, long wingspan. What era was this in? Uh, this is uh, not too long. Ago. He did, he didn't he retired uh, probably not too long ago. Let me check his playing career but Ime Udoka was also he played for the Blazers too he was the reason why um uh uh, Aldridge actually signed one of the main reasons because all he did was he took a plane uh flight uh wherever Aldridge was going he wasn't actually going to that destination just to talk to him he bought a, a ticket just to say explain to him what the pitch of the Spurs were about after they met with him and he was uh, Aldridge was leaning towards uh, the Suns, but Udoko Udoko played with him and the Blazers, so he actually had a little bit more inside track. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, his his playing career started off with uh, he was called up to play with the Lakers from the NBDL. He went to Portland State University, where he starred for the Vikings. That's a good that's a good team there. Uh, that, then he was signed by the Knicks, waived by the Knicks uh, within the same year. Then. Uh, played back in the Blazers, uh, and then eventually fell into San Jose Spurs and played with the Nets. Former Net himself was also waived and signed. So he's kind of a journeyman. Okay, so he never really actually played that many minutes, it sounds like, probably. No, but he... Maybe I mean, that's why I missed out on this. But, but he definitely had um, had a long, lengthy, uh, you know, up-and-down career from 2000 
all the way to 2012, where he played in Spain for his final year. Uh, so he played, bounced around a lot, uh, but pro teams, Lakers, Blazers, Spurs, Kings, uh, Nets. Okay, well, maybe he'll be making his mark more as a coach in the league than as a player in it. If this news is true, and the Nets do uh, pick him up. Well, I think I think like journeymen are probably the best hires you can have. Like Sean Marks, for example, journeyman. Uh, Ty Lue, uh, head coach of the Cavs, journeyman. A little bit of a journeyman. Oh, yeah. definitely a journeyman. I mean, um, he's not a, he's not paid to. Oh, we're signing Ty Lue, such a game changer. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, journeyman as in terms of interchangeable parts, he's not really right. a star player. Um, and and uh, Danny Ferry, journeyman, uh, you know, all the greats, uh, except Michael Jordan owning a team. I mean, you, and Magic Johnson coaching the Lakers. They're really ha- – and Bird himself. There hasn't well, been – Danny Ferry is not a coach either, but yeah. No, I mean, I'm talking about GM. And, Just in general, yeah. yeah. I mean, they played assistant – they've been assistant coaches. So journeymen are all the crave in the NBA. So that's why we'll see. Ho- hopefully, um, Ime – Get something. I would like to see Ime. What about you? Who do you think would be a good uh, fit for the Nets? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's just the name I saw. Um, anyone, of course, like Thib- Thibodeau or any of the guys Tibbs. that always get brought yeah, I don't up, think but they're not. It's gonna not going to happen. I mean, yeah, it's no, not going to go not. there. I don't really have a good choice. Really, I mean, honestly, what what would you think about a guy? I don't know if he would come here either, but. What about like a Luke Walton? Another, not necessarily a journeyman. He mostly played for the Lakers in his career, but never a star. Oh, he was a star in the Cavs. I don't know if you remember that period. <laughs> yeah, he was a star. Yeah, the assist numbers were up that year, that one year. He was on. Yeah, um, that was the most he ever played, probably. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, what about like a Luke Walton who who showed out in this half a season with the Dubs, of course. Um. Yeah. Could, I he think... turn, could he turn it around somehow? I mean, I would say the only way Luke Walton. Uh, I mean, he'll definitely get some field offers there. He also mentioned that he's staying put, but then again, those offers haven't been on the table yet. So, yeah, what staying put as an assistant to Kerr? Yeah, I think he's leaving. Uh, depending on should, I mean, what what they do uh, if they if they win the championship again, I mean, you Sean Marks has to go after someone like Luke or and get, maybe name a associate head coach, someone from the Spurs for backup. Like, uh, I feel like that's. Having that inside knowledge of of what champions are doing can shape, uh, and also having someone that practiced on the job literally like had a a free run at head coaching without worrying about job security because yeah. it was a temporary job. It's a win win situation. Um, uh, I don't know if that it all depends on the roster how it shakes up. Uh, it has to match the coach in a way, and I think um, from this standpoint, uh, Sean Marks is doing it backwards. He's I mean he's doing it. I think a better way. Um, last time they hired Jake Kidd after, uh, I mean, Jeff take it first, and then they got the trade of the KG net. So it kind of was like, uh, will this even work? You know, um, I don't know if Jason Kidd was ready to have that many mega stars on his team and personalities. You know, um, and then I guess not. He didn't care for it. Right, he didn't care for it. Uh, and I think this way you're going to establish the core of the teaching of the culture and having the coach match the GM's plan, and then we'll see how the talent shakes out after. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted whenever that happens. We'll definitely do a, at least a mini on that when the hiring happens. Um, Brooklyn Bite, baby. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn Bite. And, uh, you know, this today's Friday, um, 4.15. We're halfway through. Mm-hmm. Ape Rao. Um, 
did uh anything happen on the last day of the season um two days ago on wednesday uh I don't... well my, my Cavs played the pistons and ironically they're i don't know if it's irony is the right word but they finished out there and uh they're playing them first round of the playoffs coming up starting sunday so that was a little interesting tidbit i thought yeah, um, the that's, Net, that's the Nets about, played their yeah, last home game against the Raptors. Oh, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. and and, and uh, you know, culminated in that losing streak record. By the way, was that record that last game made the record, or they already had it before that? Ten was the record. Ten, ten in a row to close out the season is a franchise record. I don't think they've ever done that before. So okay, and uh, yeah, I think that was all that happened on the last day. Seems about right. Um, now I'm just gonna re- rewind here and click on uh, April. 13th it seems like there's now my page is slowing down oh so there's some stuff that happened um kobe bryant was his last day in the nba as a player and he decided to uh be the star of the show and uh, kobe is this another guy like Udoka that i've never heard of well who's this kobe oh he's also known as black mamba i don't know oh, the black mamba of course nah, yeah. i know who it is mamba day uh 101 96 kobe bryant dropped That's 60 right. points as his final he, game at L at the Staples Center and in a NBA and in, in general, yeah. Uh, thoughts on that, really quickly, Padre. Um, well, I mean, where to start? Well, so I didn't. I only saw about a, a quarter of this game, and I'm, I've always been a bit of a Kobe hater, even though I respect his game. I guess I've never liked the guy. I, I think a lot of people feel this way, but I certainly never rooted for him. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he went out with the fifty or the sixty points, which is crazy, but. He, I think, 60 points on 50 shots, which is, I believe, the record for most shots anyone's taken ever <laughs> in an NBA game. So yeah, they were literally just feeding him the ball every trip down the court, essentially, to shoot. Um, so the game plan by Byron Scott, flawless, right? Uh, yeah. just... And they won the game. They did win the game, though. They did win the game, yeah. And they're playing the Jazz, who... Could they have got? They couldn't have snuck into the playoffs there. They were already so, out before. So that, they found out right before the game started they were eliminated. That they're eliminated. That, or cha- otherwise that, changed, they that changes everything because I think the Jazz. I I honestly was rooting for them to make the playoffs. I'm I'm happy with the uh, the teams that are in there, but Jazz were just so slept on, you know, as a as a team and weren't expected to do much, and they almost made the playoffs. So good. I mean, good on them uh, for trying, but was enough to hold Kobe down. As he just uh, kept kept it real, kept it real, but, Kobe. I mean, it was like the epitome of his career, almost in a way. Like he he's washed up at this point, obviously. But if you want, and obviously they're just letting him score, and all the factors were there. But still, he's the type of guy who wants a huge finish like that, and he got his what he wanted. And he's he's clutch in a in a way that's not. Um, not like the typical clutch you think of, I think, in basketball, like making the last shot of the game. Not like a Dame Lillard or like who's always like the clutch, like when they need that shot at the end of the game, he makes it like to win it, buzzer beater, something like that. But he's clutch in the way that he just got it done throughout his career. Like when, I mean, five rings, of course, the first three with Shaq, I, I'm sure he wouldn't have probably won those without that dynamic duo. But even when Powell came in for the later two, he would just put up big games when he needed to, like scoring wise. And it's a different, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Like a different. No, no, definitely, game. definitely. I mean, there's two different Kobe's that uh, I think. I think not too different, but maybe like 75 percent of the time was the Kobe we saw last night. You know, um, just I'm not last night. Wednesday night that was just a score, ruthless. 
uh, did not give a F about anything other than getting his. But when he did have to put his mind together to figure it out, um, to work with new people when Pau Gasol just joined the team, um, you know, he definitely figured it out pretty pretty well um, because he it was his team. Uh, it was his first championship against uh, Dwight Coward and the Magic, who probably could be uh, returning back to Orlando as well. We can talk about that sometime later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I respect everything Kobe does as a basketball person, uh, as, a, as a human being. Uh, he obviously had some allegations. I won't get into all that, but I, I, I'm not a biggest fan yes. of Kobe as a human being, and that's where I obviously uh, defer on – and he is like, yeah, I mean, he is like selfish, obviously, and cared about himself more throughout his career, even though I did get his team the wins. Um, well, he, after being humbled, dyna- humbled after, a dynasty, yeah, after but, losing two first round playoff exits to the Suns, he humbled himself by realizing, shit, I need to, I need to make sure that people come here or get traded here and I need to work with them because I can't do this on my own anymore, you know? So you're talking about the post Shaq pre Yeah, after Shaq got sent to the Heat, I mean, he was, they were still in the play. I mean, the first year they didn't make the playoffs. The second year they played the Suns. And then the third year they played the Suns. This is post Shaq. And they got lost uh, first round both times to the Suns. Um, After being up three, one in a series um, against them, hitting that one of that shot, notorious shots he made, uh, wearing the white jerseys, the white Sunday jerseys, uh, and he puts the fist pump up like Michael Jordan uh, against Raja Bell. He, um, they lost that series. I mean, <laughs> it was a great game for them, but they ended up losing that series three down three to one. Only the Suns are, were able to do that. I think only three teams have done that in the history, um, and Suns were one of them at the time. So, anyways, uh, moving past that, congrats on Kobe. Uh, he's now working at Kobe Inc. Uh, so maybe we can get him on the podcast. He's not doing much, right? So. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get him on in a future episode. I'm sure that can be arranged. I do want to point out, uh, if anyone didn't see it, there was a very funny video for all my fellow NBA and Game of Thrones fans. I know it's a big crossover. If you've seen any of the videos, this was like the fifth or sixth one they've done, I think. Um, Game he's of Thrones, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, like, <laughs> it's kind of like a King Joffrey wedding piece situation. Yeah, like Dwight Howard comes up with a stick on the ball and giving it, and all this stuff. And then, yeah, he won't, it's, it's supposed to be his uh, retirement ceremony to pass the torch to the next one. And he just rides off into the sunset on the boat without pa- <laughs> He's not passing it. He's refusing to pass. Uh, so check that out if you had even though yeah. I, I gave away the ending. Yeah, props props to Bleacher Report and the team that did that. Uh, that he does a Bleacher Report. Yeah, yeah. those are really good. Uh, yeah, so uh, now – also, uh, you, you're talking about hate, how you're not a fan of Kobe. Now, I don't know how many teams you really hate in the NBA, but f- from this recent season, I I kind of yeah. got the feeling that you hate this team in Northern California that just broke the all time. damn Napa Valley Dub. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm just sick of them. I didn't start out hating them. As a Cavs fan, I have no reason to before last playoff season, but. Um, the factor of them beating my team last year in the finals combined with their their season this year, which all anyone wanted to talk about, really, ESPN, TV, and otherwise. Oh, the best team ever. I know some people like me got sick of it, I think, but I think a lot of people still like love watching them, think they're the best team ever, which they technically had the best season ever. Like That's what you're alluding to, right? Well, Kobe was dropping 60. They were dropping the, the record. 
dropping yeah. the Bulls' record. They're Coach Steve Kerr's own record from his old team, which is weird as well. But yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, well, what do you think about them? I mean, what what do you, what do you, what do you think about them at this point? Not not how they're going to do going forward, but like their season. Like, or do you like them? Or you like watching them? All that stuff. But, I'm a I'm a big fan of the the Warriors and how they play and how they approach. I I was uh, I don't know if you heard BS recently, uh, Bill Simmons' recent podcast, and also as soon as the article came out, the New York Times about um, the owner talking about how great he was to make all these decisions. He's the reason right. why. Like that's I, I'm not that didn't go over well. Yeah. No, no, I'm not a fan of that. Um, and like you can say stuff that are ridiculous, uh, like Mark Cuban, but like you have to say in context of like uh, of like a basketball game or something like that. Maybe are uh, not saying like you're the reason because it, honestly he isn't. I mean it was Jerry West, it was uh, freaking uh, Mark Jackson, it was Donnie Nelson, it was all those people uh, that they ended up buying this team. At a very, I think, decent price now that they're champions, but uh, they ended up buying a notorious loser, right? Uh, the Warriors have never been successful for about 30 years, but Steph Curry, uh, combination of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and all those guys, and uh, Draymond, and everything, yeah, it all just coalesced and it certain came together way. really perfect. A perfect, story. and yeah, it's, yeah. I guess, when you say, I don't know if I would say luck, but like some of it's like a little bit like just fortuitous. In nature, like an owner can't take credit for that sort of thing. No, 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 I can't. Um, I, I can't agree with that. So that's where, like, I hate the organization in a way. I don't hate the team or the players. I think Draymond is, a, like, a reincarnation of what KG was, of just, like... Be- yeah, and I never liked KG. Right. Uh, and I don't like Draymond, yeah. I'm, he's definitely in persona number one. But you one got, that I you got some like of my favorite players on the team. But... So you got uh, Sean Livingston, former Net. Loved him when he was in the Nets uniform. You got mm-hmm. Barbosa. I'm a huge. I like those guys. Yeah. Yeah, Barbosa. I'm a huge fan of Steph Curry. Mo buckets, most fits. Mo buckets, uh, Sir buckets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's so many likable people on that team, and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are, are are and Harrison Barnes even like his rookie year. I don't know if you saw when he was uh, he was part of the 2K like rookie commercials. He was really funny in them. He's the most quietest guy now. Uh, he didn't even have a good rookie year, really. No, he underperformed that year. No, but he was also – he was both – him and Jeremy Lin were on the same team on the Warriors for a little bit. So uh, before Lin got let go right before the season started. But, yeah, I mean, this this team, I'm not gold – like rooting for them hardcore. I would like to see um, a rematch of the finals. I think – I. I think it would play out really well if Kyrie Irving was healthy in another year of the Kevin Love trio. That's what I'm rooting for, um, but that's not what I'm picking um, as actual thing. And well, I, are we going to get to that right now, or we have to talk about? Um, our, no, let's let's get it. Let's get into it right now because we just we're, we're recapping season, and then we can talk okay. about offseason moves and higher. What are we getting? Are we getting right into the finals picks, or do you want to do first round uh, picks here? Um. Let's do uh let's do finals picks just so people know okay, where, where we're talking at. about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. So I'll let you go first, Padre, since uh, you are the number one hater of the Dubs right now. That on this podcast, at least, I don't know about in the world though. All right. As such, you know, if I if if it gun in my head, if I had to put money on it, I had to do anything other than just say it on this podcast. I do think that, like, ever, like their favorite too. I do think the Warriors have the best chance of winning. If I had to, with my life on the line, pick someone, I would pick them. 
Um, that being said, I'm going to kind of try to write history the way I want it to go and predict what I want here. Uh, so I'm going to say things go perfectly right here. Uh, for my Cavaliers, I'm going to take my Cavaliers to win the finals in seven games over not the Dubs, but the San Antonio Spurs, who will have dispatched the Dubs in the Western Conference Finals. Everyone would be surprised a little bit, all of that. But that'll be a bloody hard-fought series, and the Spurs will be uh, limping a bit after it. And they'll still you know, do well against the Cavs, but not enough to win. Cleveland finally gets their championship. Uh, I can, I you know, I probably just commit suicide at that point because what else is there for me to see and live for? <laughs> um, right, right. You know, maybe we'll see how how good the tribe's doing. Maybe I want to see the rest of that season before I slim my wrists. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, LeBron gets revenge from when the Spurs beat his right. Heat a couple years ago, and that's my my storybook finish to the season is Cavs over Spurs, but. I have a feeling that's not what you think is going to happen. Well, well, I mean, you are very, very close to what I'm thinking. Um, actually, the same teams. Um, Spurs. So you think the Spurs are going to beat the Dubs as well? Uh, I do. I do think the Spurs will beat the Dubs uh, because if it's not the Spurs, then I think uh, the Clippers will beat up on them so hard. And I think the Rockets have, may not – they're not going to make any noise. Rockets probably get swept or maybe won one game, but – Patrick Beverly, all those dark horses that just don't give a F about anything, like Beverly messed up Rush Westbrook a couple years ago when they were the number one seed and his, and his ACL or MCL. Like, they have nothing to lose, so they're going to go 110% against. And they were in the Western Conference Finals last year, so it's not that far for them to remember that they got they had a chance at the Finals. They had a chance of being right. a story team, and they couldn't do it, you know? So uh, a lot of the same cast there. This could be the last year. Dwight Howard would be in the Rockets, so... Warriors have a, the hardest road they, they they could face compared to last year, where they go the they go the Rockets first round, Clippers second round, uh, Spurs Western Conference Finals, and well yeah, you're making a couple assumptions here that I don't agree with, but uh, I'll, I'll let you finish. We got um, just to say, and then and then I think the Spurs themselves will uh, will definitely take out um, teams that are like the, uh, the Grizzlies and whatnot, and the Spurs ultimately. Have not been talked about enough at all because the Warriors have had a monster season. They they almost went undefeated at home for they would have been the first team to ever do that, but they lost to the Warriors in their last home game of the season or right. maybe their second last game. Right, and yeah. um, you know, like I, I'm not I don't want to be part of the crowd that uh, you know just picks against the Warriors just to pick against them. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the finals. I'm hoping that's what I said. I'm hoping for a rematch of the finals, but realistically, I do think the Spurs. Are ready. Uh, they they remount every time they have a setback, like a devastating setback, like a first round loss. They turn it around the next year, and then they go to the finals or something. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the Warriors did it two years ago. They were out of the first round. They turned around and went straight to the finals. So I think the Spurs are prime for this. They're ready. They're going to be facing the Cavs, and it'll go game seven or six. But uh, since the Spurs have home court, I'm going to give Spurs the nod for the championship this year. So. so I went Cavs over Spurs in seven. You're going Spurs over Cavs. Let's just call it seven as well. Yeah. Or do you want to say six? Pick a number, six, seven. I'm going to go – I'm going to go – wait, so it's one, two, one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go seven because it's, Spurs are LeBron's Achilles heel, and no matter what – I mean, unless if – if the Cavs were to win – 
and beat the Spurs, it would happen in six games at home. But if it goes game seven it's a, it's a, and back to San Antonio, Spurs got it. So We say there is a Achilles heel at some point, and Cowie Leonard um, obviously plays very well against LeBron. But he did beat them the one year, you know, the, the first time. Time the two teams LeBron matched up against. No, I guess the second time LeBron ever matched up against the Spurs in the finals, they they hit his team did win. So oh, with the Heat, not yeah. unprecedented. Yeah, just I mean he's played them three times in the finals over two different teams, but won one out of three. Well, you're talking about Popovich versus Ty Lue and coaching, and it's all about strategies and and head games. I think mm-hmm. you know, you can't mess with the the master. Well, LeBron's the coach, you know. Oh oh yeah, I forgot Coach Brown. He's also GM and owner, right? So, um, but yeah. All right. So, so what? Uh, all right. So we're both picking unconventional Spurs Cavs series when most people are saying Dubs Cavs. So that's interesting. And I, I do want to get back to the Western playoffs. I had something to say on that. But real quick, though, do you think, uh, from my perspective as a Cavs fan, do you think the Spurs are the harder team for them to play in, in the finals? No. Would, I, would, would I rather see? Stephen I would rather the, see the Spurs if I was Cavs. Yeah. If I mean. Making the assumption that it's them playing either the uh, Warriors or Spurs and the and the championship, uh, say the Cavs will be there as well. I would rather see the Spurs because uh, LeBron does have a better chance with his teammates in playing a slower game uh, against the Spurs, a little, little pound and ground with T- Timothy Mozgov actually be, having an effect. Kyrie Irving making Tony Parker match with him, you know, uh, defensively, um, and offensively. And then, and then like you got, yeah, you got the, uh, Kawhi and LaMarcus Aldridge, but I think you got enough big bodies to like throw at those guys with, uh, Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about the Spurs. I think this is the most perfectly matched teams to play against each other in terms of their styles. Uh, does that make sense though? Yeah, it does. I guess it does. Um, but I guess the ultimate dream scenario for a Cavs fan would be somehow Thunder Cavs finals. That would be uh, nice. That'd be nice. Uh, if they somehow did it because LeBron owns Durant um, and the, the Thunder never seemed to beat the Cavs. So that would be the dream scenario. I don't think it's going to happen, but should we get into it? Let's start with the West, just first round here. Yeah, one one um, see, we'd mentioned that. Rockets are playing the Warriors. Who you got? How many games? So uh, I have the Dubs in a sweep. And just to uh, prelude this, uh, I've picked all the matchup rounds here, and this is the only sweep I see in the first round across. This is the only sweep I, I have in the first round across both conferences. I don't think the Rockets get a game. Um, I I don't. I have no respect for the Rockets team this year. I really don't. I think yeah. they had a bad year. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I mean, the organization is just ta- distasteful right now. I think um, whatever move... Maybe Harden gets them a game, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go same number here, four. Uh, their first game actually is on Saturday. I'll announce that Saturday at 3.30. Uh, that'll be the first game on schedule of all these playoff games. Actually, no, 12.30 Saturday is the uh, first game. I won't, be, I won't be watching, so um, I think the Warriors will win now. Um so can I point to the next uh, uh, the next uh, matchup here? Yeah. So the one I when I was saying before, I disagree with you on something, and I think this is the most interesting first round matchup in my opinion: Blazers Clippers. 
Now, you are saying that the Clippers would line up to play the Dubs next with the assumption that they would beat the Blazers in this series. And as I have it right now, I don't think they're going to. I have Blazers in seven games. <laughs> oh, Padre, you make me laugh. You, uh, now, I, I, before I go into, uh, um, you know, throw just thwarting that and and making sure that you understand that the Clippers are the real deal for the first round. Uh, why do you think the Blazers will be eclipsing these clips? Uh, well, just from a coaching perspective, I, I like Terry Stotts. I think he had a good year. I think he's a threat for a coach of the year. I think he opinion. is coach of the year. Uh, um, I think he's going to outcoach Doc Rivers. Yeah. Um, I mentioned him before. I'm not talking about him a lot, but Dame Lillard with the clutchness. Matched up with C.J. McCollum, who had a great season, and and then just going back to the Clippers, they never they don't get it done in the playoffs. Yeah, they usually get out of the first round in recent years, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose out. And they're not going anywhere this year again. They're not making the finals. Maybe they'll just it'll all come together where they just completely blow it. Not completely. I still have it going seven games, but uh, I could see them screwing it up, um, and. I, and maybe um, the chem- they played a lot of the year without Blake and everything like that. Now maybe the chemistry is screwed up again. Uh, and I just have a gut feeling about it I don't, that the that the Clippers are going to mess up. That's that's all I have to say about it. But hey, hey, uh, it's, you're, it's an upset, but I'm taking it. You're you're entitled to your own opinion, and uh, I I appreciate that. Um, I think I think when you're talking about a team that has more. More, uh, yeah, a couple players didn't work out. Josh Smith, Lance Stevenson didn't work out. Jeff Green has been really good for this team. Uh, he's been in a Doc Rivers situation before, playoffs wise. He's a great perimeter defender. You put him on, you put him and Chris Paul to switch on and off. Uh, CJ McCollum and uh, Damian Lillard, whatever they're running, whatever game they're running, it they're not going to be able to do that on on an all defensive person like Chris Paul. And Jeff Green, I think I don't know if he's ever been all defensive. Maybe he's been third team or something, but he's always been. Well, solid. you're saying Jeff Green's gonna be guarding McCollum or the other person, the if other guard, man to man. Yeah, I mean uh, he's gonna he's the long wingspan. He's six nine. He's got uh, athletic ability. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't he be guarding the three on the Blazers? You don't need a guard to the three when you have uh, you have all the players like JJ JJ Redick's not gonna be uh, whoever their three is. I want to say it's um, shit. Um, it's not Wesley Matthews, and I forget. I'm forgetting. No, I'm blanking on it now too, or I would have said. I'll tell you right I now. I know this since it's, they're my pick. Yeah, um, it's uh, Myers Leonard or oh right, Myers Leonard or Alfarica Mino. So you okay. know, those aren't offensive threats you really have to worry about all that much, you know. Um, that, yeah, but then who's? But then Redick has to guard one of them, and he won't be able to. No, Redick will have to guard Alfarica or uh, or. That's what I'm saying. He, he can't guard it. Or Daryl Henderson. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking about stopping two guys that are under six feet, uh, six feet three or six feet two. They're small guys, CJ McCollum and uh, Damian Lillard. Not saying they're not talented. Obviously, they're one of the most talented. They're the most talented backcourt um, in the NBA, uh, point guard, shooting guard wise, um, uh, next to maybe the Dragic Wade uh, combination. Um, and. I think they're just not going to have it, have it when it comes to their season is a great story. I, I, I wish nothing but success, especially to former net Plumlee uh, himself, but it's not going to happen. These Clippers have, 
have paid too much to the offseason with the DeAndre Jordan fiasco, all the emojis. I mean, they paid too much to sacrifice this. And if it doesn't work out this first round, obviously the team will implode completely. And I think even the second round, the team will implode in, uh, completely and they'll have to will and deal some players, whether it's Griffin or Jordan or Paul, who knows. And they would be met, the winner of this series, regardless, would be matched up with the Dubs in the next round, or could that change? Uh, no, that's definitely that's definitely going to happen. The winner of that series factually will be playing the Dubs. Uh, they will be losing to the Dubs, but they'll be playing oh. the Dubs. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, go ahead and take the next uh, series you want to talk here. Oh wait, first of all, when, when is game one of that one? What's game that one is Sunday night, ten thirty. That game is not going to be shown really for a lot of people. Sunday right, night. So well, I'll find it. That's a good. I mean, that's good. I. That's a time that I'll be able to watch that one. But that that means like it's yeah that game. Why is it Sunday night? 10 so that's going to be the last of the of the eight series. That's going to be the last one. To get oh, on. they're starting all the games. Okay, they're starting Sunday games. Well, because it's poor. It's um. It's in on the West Coast. It's that's seven thirty out there. There's five games on Saturday and three games on Sunday. That's why. Really, I thought it was four and four. No. Nope. Okay. Um, NBA doesn't like doing it like that. They do it. They um, don't do it. So. All right. Which what series are we going? To? All right, next one. Let's just finish off the West Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Spurs Grizzlies. Uh, this actually matchup ended up being uh, happening the last day as well. Uh, a lot of things got changed around. Uh, I thought it was going to be Spurs playing um, the Mavericks, uh, so I was surprised to see the Spurs Grizzlies. And we did see the Grizzlies play. Uh, I saw them too much Grizzlies play actually live and in person, and then I got to see them <laughs> lose against the Warriors. Uh, this is also going to be another sweep, I think, actually. Um, for what are you uh, talking about seeing them lose against the Warriors? Uh, the last game of the season. Oh, but not in person. Yeah, I mean, I've just been saying too much Grizzlies in general, for my taste. Oh, because we went to their live game, right, man, right, right. So I thought, like, what, what did like, you stop by? I like Lance <laughs> Stevenson, and I, I hope he becomes a Brooklyn Net. I think that'll be fun, but I don't think. Oh uh, yeah, good luck, Nets. I don't think he's a um, character person for Sean Marks, anyway. So. Well, I have the Spurs in five here. I, I think the girls can get one, maybe, maybe not, but I, I'll pick in them to get one. But what I want to say about this matchup, I know we didn't go over our. I don't know if we're actually going to end up doing this, going over our picks for MVP, defensive player, coach, and all that of the year, since we're already on to the playoffs now. But so let me just say, I had. These two coaches, I'm giving them co-coach of the year status. Jaeger and Pop. Those are my picks for coaches of the year. Why? <laughs> I'll, exp- I'll tell you why. I know, I'm not giving I know it to anyone. Kerr, I'm not giving it to Pop. anyone related to the Warriors because Kerr and, and Walton split the season. That, to me, invalidates either of them getting coach of the year, even though they got the record. And Kerr obviously should get it if he had been there the whole year since they have the record uh, for most wins. But Papa is consistent as always, integrating a big new piece to the team. Aldridge, players getting old, all of that, and still having one of the best seasons ever they've ever had. And Jaeger, I want to share the award because with what happened with the Grizzlies this year, all the bad things that happened, all the players they lost, injury and elsewise, he still had them in shape with not as good of, of a unit okay. in general That's fair. to make the playoffs here. That's fair. Um, so I think he deserves at least co- co-coach status. That's Those are my picks. But again, yeah. I, I take Spurs in five. Okay. Um, well, I agree I agree with uh, getting third place votes for Jaeger. Um, I think Terry Stotts is a, above, ahead, uh, above him. Stotts was another I was thinking about as well. Uh, either first or, or second. Yeah. Um, 
but we can talk about that some other time. Now, in terms of the Grizzlies winning one game without Marcus Gasol, without Conley being iffy, I don't think it's possible. Um, I think the Spurs, if this is a team that's going to win the championship, uh, they're going to make uh, an emphatic statement that these guys will not be messed around with. I think them them winning by a margin of 12 to 15 points a game to sweep them would not even be unfathomable. I think that's even real. No, realistic. it wouldn't be, but... Uh, realistic. So, uh, with that being said, Spurs in four. You got Spurs in five. You're sweeping. I kind of feel like they're going to give the Grizzlies the gentleman's sweep and not beat them. And they're not going to put their foot down in game four. They know it's a long playoffs ahead of them still. They want to get And rested. they're just going to, in in Memphis, they're going to, Memphis is going to get one. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what, then it's OKC Dallas, right? Yep, and we were reached- old stomping ground, the big DS. The big DS, um, big D and S. And uh, OKC is actually regionally pretty close. One of the closest cities to Dallas is about two. That's o- true. I noticed that on the map. When I, I was, I was in. thinking about going to uh, the Durant Mamba game that that night on uh, I think that Monday night or or Tuesday night because I played. I stayed in Dallas a little bit. You were there longer than I, yeah, I was. But I thought to myself. Why would I do that? Because I hate this player, and also it's like a two and a half hour drive. Anyways, so OKC yeah. in Dallas, I got I got the Thunder, I got Thunder and uh and five. I got Dirk Dirk winning one game for him. That's it. Yep, that's exactly what I have. Thunder and five. Even your reasoning, I I agree with. Big Dirk gave me another gentleman sweep there. Thunder will get it done there. Oklahoma, one of the few states at this point that I have not been to. I, I've now been to most states in the Union, but not Oklahoma. I've avoided that one somehow. Well, we'll, we'll make it a journey. Maybe let's do a, a BKRB road trip uh, next, mm-hmm. Next, uh, I don't know, April? When people April sounds good, right? Or maybe if the, if the Thunder do end up getting to the finals this year, playing the Cavs, I'll throw away. I'll I'll take out a, a new credit card to get spend all my money on a road trip down there to watch it. Yeah, and you you'll be so so excited by that you'll actually be cashed out of your credit card on default and won't be able to come back. So that's cool. That's, that's fine. I'll live in Oklahoma. Then. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy I've never the, been there yet, and I'm going to stay down here. Enjoy that. Um, since we'll go, let's go from top. Since we're going top to bottom in terms of uh, matchups and brackets, moving on east. to east, east coast. Yeah. Your Cavaliers playing my uh yukon all-star andre drummond detroit pistons uh which pistons returning to the playoffs first time in i want to say six or eight years i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fact check that but stan van, van gundy's first run with this team eight seems too long it's probably six okay um so if we had to pick an eastern conference coach of the year since we all talked about west guys but Stan the man might be up there for that for that honor. Um, like I said, but preseason I did not think the Pistons would be back here in the playoffs, even if at the eight seed. I uh, I have this is my last gentleman sweep on the slate. I've got Cavs in five. Easily could see him sweeping, but I think Stan is good for getting them one one victory. And Drummond and all that, you know, I think they'll get one. Uh, um, maybe which I'm one? Which one do you think they'll get? Actually, which, game game three, I think. Yeah, I think the same exact thing. It'll, it, they'll make it somewhat of a series by winning that one to two down, yeah. but then the LeBron and uh, the ghost of David Blatt. Uh, they'll, coaching. they'll clamp it down game four in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll uh, we'll put it down on these Pistons, and uh, Reggie Jackson will will 
realize that he's not that good uh, at, as a player. The Pistons, and the Pistons did play well against the Cavs this year in the regular season, which doesn't always reflect on what's going to happen in the playoffs, but never, they did do well never against does, them. I don't think. Um, um, two different animals. Okay. Well, we don't need to spend too much more time on that. Uh, you know, maybe in a week or two, we see how it goes. I want, might want to do a more Cavs-centric pod, but uh, we don't need to do that now. What about... Um, Another team that surprisingly did well against the Cavs this year. Beat them a few times that I remember. And a team I did not expect to get get in there. And a, maybe another Eastern Conference Coach of the Year candidate, Steve Clifford. His Hornets facing the Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Eastern Conference Finals participant Miami Heat. Oh, a little preview from Podnam there. Just dropping some Ooh. knowledge on you. Now, yeah. I don't wish that's the case because if you know me, what I just mentioned going in trend. UConn, I'm sure. Is UConn countries right everywhere this year, mainly just in two cities. But uh, you got Jeremy Lamb uh, and Kemba Walker. Last time they were on a team together, <laughs> what did they do? They won a championship. That's not happening hey, in the NBA. Who, who knows? Ray Allen could get signed by the Cavs last minute here. <laughs> we'll uh, get UConn in there. And then you got my, one of my favorite players, Jeremy Lin, uh, for all types mm-hmm. of reasons uh, on there. Uh, Al Jefferson having a solid year. Steve Clifford coaching the heck out of him. Pat Ewing, Ewing not getting a lot of credit for doing his job as an associate head coach of the team. Um, and he'll probably never get a coaching job just because I don't know why people hate Pat Ewing. Because he sweats so much? What is it? Uh, well, that's gross. It is kind of gross. Um, anyway. He's like he's not as bad as that Arizona coach uh, who was like sweating oh, all the way through. Oh, Miller, so, Miller. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a thing about that this year. Um, but so I'm giving my little awards here. This I'll drop this one in now. I think an, at least up there for most improved player, your boy Kemba has best year ever yeah. by far. Hey, I think. and we're, we're and they're in this teams in the playoffs. Padre, I'm I'm gonna come out and say this, and I don't care what anyone thinks. In the beginning yeah. of the year, we were kind of out of discourse for a lot of things. I think this year we've kind of put it together. Maybe this breast is hiatus. I think mm. the same exact. You're saying thing. we were uh, two towers farther apart here. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Studio together. A still. Um, maybe. Right. Oh yeah, we, we we didn't mention that. <laughs> we were remiss. It's almost been an hour now. We not mentioned what studios we're in. Of course, we're not together right now. You're in Studio A, uh, in Brooklyn. And course. where are you? At? I'm in. I'm in the fairly new Studio Cube, Whoa. which is back in Manhattan, New York City. Uh, so Cube to A right now, and uh, yeah, but we've ne- we're far- we've never been farther apart. Could we, could literally, we, could we but we've never been that, close we together. We ran that Cube. name instead of Studio Cube. How about to Studio A Cube? Um, because I mean, it is to the third power. Uh, well, okay, so really, actually, or C cubed, whatever. So. I called it Studio Cube just now, but if you're listening to Mr. Zarel event, uh, the football section of our of our pod here, um, which you're not on anymore, of course, after leaving hey, to, to hey, live under a bridge and not some, watch football. There might, there might be some uh, – I heard some rumblings that uh, Pod Nam has found his his himself and, uh, when he went to Dallas. Oh, that's right. You know, I might have actually even been there for that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll save that for Mr.'s mini, but yeah. – but anyway, what I was getting into was actually we've been calling it the Cube, not Studio Cube. So I guess we could call it Studio A dash something is the official name on the door. But it's the Cube. I'm in the Cube right now. Let's keep it the Cube. I I, I think I think that's I think that's a good uh, reference. I might call it Studio C cubed. 
uh, just because okay. we, we've done A and B already. Uh, you've been B Wick and then C. B Wick, yeah, is the offshoot, the Brooklyn offshoot. Yeah, exactly. Where I often uh, record. We're wildly off uh, off topic now. No, no, no. Let's go into other names, up. potential names of of this room <laughs> that no one can see right now, uh, and certainly no one cares about other than us. I'm sure. <laughs> What about it? What about it? I'll, I'll just can't come out. So you, I, I think the Hornets will do a little bit. Yeah. I'm taking the heat in six, though. So I was going to pick the Hornets against if they were playing the Celtics or the Hawks. Uh, but really, I okay. don't think they can beat this new Heat team with former net Joe Johnson straight killing it right now. Mm. 20 points a game, five assists. He's like... Old ISO Joe. Yeah, ISO Joe is not being ISO. He's ro- worked in the rotation. He's passing the ball around, shooting it in stride. Uh, this he won't be ISO to your to your Hornets. Huh? This Heat team is dangerous, and the potential of Chris Bosh joining this team on the run of this playoffs. Is that really... Can happen. I thought I didn't think that was a possibility. Well, he didn't opt for any uh, specific procedure. He's been taking blood thinners to kind of just, you know, make sure the clots are down. These are that's a scary thing. Obviously, with blood clots, you don't want to mess around with it. But he's he's got Miami doctors uh, and he's visited New York and other places to make sure everything is in line. So he's done everything right to make sure that he can at least give it a shot uh, in playing. Now, with that being said, keeping in shape. Uh, you know, conditioning, all that actually plays a factor if you're not in NBA shape. Uh, but I'm sure he's taking care of himself. So I'm going to pick the Heat um, in six as well. Um, I was going to pick, um, if it was no Joe Johnson on the team, I would actually pick the Hornets in six. Okay. Um, but Joe Johnson is the X factor there. Uh, it'll be a good appearance for these Hornets. Maybe get a, two home wins. Um, but that's about it. Uh, it'll be a 2-2 series, and then the Heat will put the clamps down on them with Spolstra being a former coach of the year and NBA champion himself. He's a good coach, I think. So, All right, cool. Now, listen, I hate to uh, – we're getting, we got a great conversation going now, and it's been a while. We're getting all deep in these playoffs, but I'm afraid I think I do have to relinquish the cube in a couple minutes here. Uh, I don't have sole ownership over the cube uh, with Brooklyn Rebound. It is leased out to some other people as well, so – might want to power how, through these last how, two matches. Yeah, how about we fire those people that uh, at a Brooklyn Rebound seat – at Cube's section that's asking for that room. Uh, unless it's Drake and McConaughey, I don't I don't care too much about it. It may be. They might have aliases on the call sheet here to come in the room, but it might be them. Okay, it could be there. All right, so power through it. Uh, Pacers. Well, let's, you mentioned Drake, so let's get into his squad. I mean, good transition. Yeah, Pacers uh, and T-Dot. Who you got, uh, Drew? Uh, the reps. Bye, I'm also saying six for this. I, I like the Pacers, though, you know good coach as well um team plays hard they'll they'll win a few i think but the raptors ultimately have the better team um they had a good chemistry this year and uh finally get uh well did they did they want to play around last year no right they got no they got well, they did win they got beat by no they the lost wizards. the wizards right? yeah they were the, so, um, they were the top did they seed. even get swept or something no they were the yeah top so seed. yeah they were three and six and then the wizards won that's right yeah yeah so maybe this will be the year i think this will be the year they get to the next round and who knows they might even get to the next round after that i'm not prepared to go into round two yet but um i'll say raps and six i'm gonna go with uh raps and seven um i think this is gonna be the most exciting series to watch um which is terrible because it's the pacers 
and Raptors. No one really wants to yeah, watch. I don't. Games. That doesn't seem but right to me. It'll but okay. the only game seven, I think, in the in the playoffs for the first round, and I'm going to go with the Raptors for the home court to okay. win it all. So win it all. In all the right. First round. When is this one jumping off? Uh, Saturday, twelve thirty, and then uh, Saturday, five thirty is the Heat Hornets. Um, forgot to mention that, and then your Cavs Pistons are Sunday at three. Sunday, right? Uh, so the last game we got. I'll I'll, I'll start off with the picks. We got Saturday, seven p.m. The Atlanta Hawks having the Boston Celtics visit them uh, in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, seems like a little Dominique Larry Bird rivalry being reunited here. Is that old school feeling com- coming to you, Padre? Uh I hadn't thought of that until you just said it, but sure, why not? Yeah, um, and Doc Rivers was on that Hawks team too. Um, okay. So let's drop let's drop it on them right now. I'm going to go with the Hawks. Um, the Hawks have been slept on. They had a, a really great season last year. Their first two playoff games, 4-4, four, four, were really kind of iffy because it was 2-2 against the Nets, and the Hawks ended up winning the series. Um, I do see this team going six games to beating the Celtics. Celtics are a very exciting young team. Uh, Brad Stevens is a great coach, but he needs more talent to beat the, these Hawks. So, I'm going to disagree. I think the, he does not need more. I think they have enough to win one round here. I'm going seven for this one. I only had one other seven-game series. That was the Blazers' up pick. The West now have the Seas and the East over the Hawks. Hawks love to lose in the playoffs. It's just what they like to do in, you know, the past decade at least. Oh, and so I think the Celtics – yeah, really. Well, the, and the, the decade before last, they weren't even in the playoffs really. Right. Um, I, I think the Celtics have more hunger. They finished the season better, I think. Although the Hawks – dipped in the middle then picked it up as well toward then but but regardless um i like uh I, I i just have a feeling and like the other one i thought going seven this is kind of a gut pick but I, i'm taking the celtics here okay all right so what what did we disagree on overall just not in terms of numbers of games but just teams winning um this we disagreed on this one and blazers clippers and that was it right yeah um yeah. We just disagreed on those two. Um, not really shakers in terms of the big playoff finals picture. Um, but, you know, maybe we can uh, come up with a wager that we'll discuss offline uh, based on these predictions and maybe the finals in general uh, included on that for next podcast. All right, we're going to do that. We're definitely going to get our next podcast out sooner and not wait like two months again. Uh, we got to do one at least like next week, or at least in the next two weeks, another one. I don't know, Padre. Getting into this, we haven't got matchups. any feedback of people saying we should do more podcasts. So maybe. Well, this not yet. So ho- hopefully, we do at this point have the feedback. Even if we don't, I demand it, Padnam. All right. All right. I demand that. I demand we have a good time watching these playoffs, and uh, I demand you don't forget about that wager we made uh, at the beginning, where my Cleveland tribe is going to win the series against your Metropolitans yeah, this I'm gonna, very weekend. I'm going to pick up a, a Caucasian Bomani Jones shirt uh, for that for that playoff series. Caucasians. Yeah. You didn't make that shirt. I've seen it before. Yeah. Uh, there's one, the Jewish one, too, I think. And there's, like, all the different types. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw there was a, a couple of them out there, but I can't wear that in Brooklyn, uh, the Jewish one. That's not that's not going to go well. No. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think that would be uh, wise. But um, yeah, so uh, speaking of which, uh, did you last last note? Did you catch the them debate last night, Democratic debate in Brooklyn? Oh yeah, because politics is my favorite thing, of course. No, I didn't catch that one. Padnam was it? Was it? Uh, was our girl? Uh, of course, even though the, they've both been on our show, I guess I should have made an effort to tune in, but I forgot about it. 
That's okay. That's all right. I, I did. Uh, I just want the reason why I want to drop that is because uh, let's just say we're going to have our own exclusive debate in the upcoming oh. episodes. Uh, That's great. On Podboys Production. We don't know where it's going to be, but we're going to have an exclusive okay. debate in Brooklyn again. They came to Brooklyn for one thing, but they didn't they're realize. back for, for the real thing. For the real thing, exactly. Uh, but right. yeah, hit us up at Podboys Productions on Twitter, podboysproductions at gmail.com, at Brooklyn Rebound. Obviously, uh, check out our, our archives uh, of our episodes on Hipcast and um, uh, Mr. Relevant, the hot, scorching NFL. Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound channel is also available on Hipcast as well and iTunes everywhere that's found. Uh, anything else, Pod Drew? No, it's going to be it for me. Go Tribe, go Cavs, baby. Playoffs. All right. Uh, go Nets. Uh, good day, Brooklyn. Uh, good night, Manhattan. And the Cube over there. Let's go, Nets. Off season. Find a coach. All right. Peace. Rebound. 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 Rebound.